0: One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.
1: Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message.
2: I'm lifting my phone because I got the Harvest Church mobile app. There is a word from the Lord today. Um, this series that we're going to be in, I think, is a series that is near and dear to my heart um, because as I was preaching it, literally God was like, bam. Bam, bam, Um, in a good way. Somebody say, it's my winning season. season. Come on, speak that over your life. Say, "It's it's my winning season. Lift your Bibles out. Let's make our confession of faith together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So Lord, we tell you that we're open and we're ready. Speak to us today. We need to hear a word from the Lord in Jesus' name. Come on, 915, say, speak, Lord. I'm open and I'm ready grab a seat let's go to work so we just finished this series called let's be kids again from mark chapter 10 verse 15 it says anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of god like a child will what never enter it." and i kept saying this phrase to you the kingdom belongs to those who act like kids again say it: the kingdom belongs to those who act like kids again and i told you that there are three components to god's kingdom you are not trying to live to die to go to heaven that's not bible you are living and living well so you can bring the attributes of heaven to the earth for those of you that are saying, uh, watch me, it's the last and evil days. Peter Nim was saying that 2,000 years ago. Watch me, let me tell you what. The Bible says God is coming back for a bride. That means a full grown woman that He calls His church. And when I look at the body of Christ, she ain't grown yet. Y'all not saying nothing to me. When I look at the body of Christ, watch me, she's not mature yet. Because there's too many of us, watch me, that the moment something goes difficult, we want to give up on God, give up on church, give up on worship, give up on serving. But I'm so glad you're not that type. I'm so glad you're the type that when you go through something, what it makes you do is it makes you dig in and push even harder. I need every warrior and every gladiator in the building and online to just shout this, say, I will fight, and when I fight, I will win. So watch me, kingdom is what we are to manifest in the earth, and there are three components of it. Number one, it's heaven's attributes in your life, and Romans 14 and 17 teaches us those three attributes. Let's see if you remember from last series. RPJ, righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness means I'm manifesting right standing with God, and I have good character. Hear me, it doesn't matter how loud you shout if you're a liar. It does not matter how much you praise if you can't be dependent on. It does, watch me. You got to have good character. Not just name the name of Christ, but you got to have some follow through. You got to do what you say you're going to do. Watch me. I'm excited that your neighbor is not just becoming and getting things. I'm excited they're becoming a person of character. That if they say it, they're going to make it happen. If they commit to something, they're going to make it happen. Come on, open your mouth and say, Lord, increase my character. I, See, reputation is who people think you are, but character is who you really are. And God says part of manifesting the kingdom is that you've got good character. When we see your name, we celebrate your name because we know you can be dependent on. When we see your name, we celebrate your name because we know that you can be counted on. It's righteousness and then peace. Somebody say peace pieces this Hebrew word Shalom that means what nothing missing nothing broken nothing lacking all is well so watch me when you manifest the kingdom here's what you're doing you're creating a life where there's nothing missing there's nothing broken there is nothing lacking all is well and i don't know what some of y'all are saying but bishop it feels like that feelings are not facts and sometimes you got to look at your uh, look at the facts and you got to look at your feelings and say watch me i see what you're saying but what i have to say is louder than what you are saying wow Because nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking, all is well. If it looks like that, I'm going to need you to do a double take and look again. Why? Because you're not looking at it the right way. Bishop, so-and-so walked out on me. They're missing. They're not missing. Watch me. You discovered they were never with you in the first place. Come on, somebody say righteousness, peace, and joy joy means to be glad and great glad is an emotion which means I literally when I'm manifesting the kingdom I get to pick my emotions you ever seen a kid that should be sad but they choose to be glad you ever seen a kid that should be angry but because they get to pick their emotions they decide I should be mad I should be frustrated I should be angry but I choose to be glad and too many of us we let our situation dictate our emotions instead of dictating our emotions to our situation which means I know you say I should be mad holler on a cuss fight and scream but baby i choose to be made glad why this is the day that the lord has made and i shall rejoice and be made glad in it which means i get to choose i need you to stop letting people put you in bad moods stop letting their attitude make you have an attitude if you don't fist bump somebody next to you and just say pick your emotion all right so you want to frown up? Well, I'm going to look right at you and fist bump you. Ain't nobody stubbing you, and your stank emotions, and your stank feelings, and your stank attitude. Please fist bump somebody else and say, pick your emotions. You Ready? When your spouse want to act a fool in the car, turn that gospel music up and start dancing right there in front. Baby, we gonna have a good time. So you take your little stank behind. You can put your little earphones in because ain't nobody got time for that. Why? I pick my emotions. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Watch me. David did this. 1 Samuel 17, 50. So David Triumph. Say your name. I need you to get used to your name next to Triumph. I need you to get used to your name next to winning. So David triumphed, and watch me, with only, somebody say only, a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Now watch me, righteousness, peace, and joy. Shalom, nothing was missing. Now somebody may have looked at him and said, David, you're missing a sword. David said, no, I'm not. Nothing is missing. David, you, you don't have what it takes to take down Goliath. No, you may not have what it takes down Goliath. But I'm manifesting the kingdom because the kingdom belongs to those that act like kids again. So while you think I need this, baby, I don't need all of that. I just need a slingshot. Now, I need you to listen to me. Well, you don't have the right education. Maybe you need that degree to get that job. And I understand that's what you need. But I think I got some people in this building that can say, watch me, nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Oh, you don't have the money you need to get it done. Maybe you don't have the money you need to get it done. But as for me and my house, I'm a faithful giver. Therefore, I flourish, which means all things work together for my good. If I don't have it, I don't need it. I need you to fist bump two or three people around you and say, if you don't have it, you don't need it. If you don't have it, you don't need it. If you don't have it, you don't need it. If you don't have it, you don't need it. If you don't have it. You do not need it. So David, because he was a kid again, he didn't have what they said he needed, but he didn't need it in the first place. So he said, as soon as I get a spouse, my family going to be different. Baby, if you don't do it the way things are now, you will never do it. You're going to make somebody miserable because incomplete cannot complete. You need to be so secure in yourself that even when you date, let me talk to my single people, that even when you're dating, you're not looking for nobody to complete you. No, I'm looking for somebody to compliment me. If you do not increase me, that means you decrease me, which means you are not the source of my strength. He is. You are not the cream in my coffee. He gave me the coffee and the cream and the mug to put the coffee in there with the coffee and the cream. And I don't use real sugar. I you catching the point? Say nothing is missing nothing is broken nothing is lacking all is well so watch this when you're manifesting the kingdom here's what you're going to experience limits but limits make you lean on god see i'm trying to get you to understand the way this thing works you're going to deal with limits you're going to be like god if you're for me why are all these limits around me because you're gonna have to lean oh my god you're gonna be like God. Why is it this easy? Because you're about to manifest the kingdom, and you're gonna to have to leap. God, why don't I have the help that I need? Because I am your help. Look unto the hills, from which cometh your help. All of my help comes from the Lord. Say limits. Make me lean on God. Second component of the kingdom. The kingdom belongs to those. Come on. The kingdom belongs to those. So it's how God does things. Look at 1 Samuel 17, 49. Reaching into a shepherd's bag and taking out a stone. So God had already given him something. And God says, now you're going to have to listen. I'm going to give seed to the sower. David, what I've given you, you're going to have to release. Even though what you have doesn't seem like it's enough in the first place. I'll say it over here because maybe they'll shout better over here. I know my online church shout. me. God says, I'm going to give you seed. And the seed is not enough to meet the need. But if you can't release what you have, you'll never get what you want. The Bible says he gives seed to the son. So when David reached in his bag, David was like, listen, all I got is one stone. And God was like, but if you release that stone. All I got is one shout, but if you release that, sh- all I got is the ability to be faithful, but if you'll release your faithfulness, all I got is the ability to be consistent, but if you release your consistency, all I got is the ability to take the knowledge I do have, to turn it, up. you better release what you have. I need you to lift your hands in this building and online. Say, Lord, make me a generous sower. I- and that's bigger than money, 915. Whatever I got, I release. Yeah, I release my money, but I release my faithfulness. I release my consistency. I release my commitment. I release my worship. I release my praise. He gives seed to the sower, which means I don't pray for seed. I need to pray to be a sower. Say it again. Say, God, make me a sower. Number three is the third component of the kingdom. Third component of the kingdom is becoming who God says you are. And possessing what God says you can. Here it is in 2 Samuel two four, Bible says, and they anointed him to be king over the people of Judah. Somebody said he got it. He got it. Now, now pay attention. He was in timeout from First Samuel eighteen until Second Samuel two, which is approximately sixteen years. For sixteen years, God puts him in timeout. Joseph was in timeout from the age of seventeen until the age of thirty, for thirteen years. He was in timeout. watch me, because of a dream. Some of you all, watch me, your vision scares hell. You ain't even done none yet. You just looking at stuff on TikTok, talking about I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You ain't done nothing yet. You just got a vision board up. And what you think, what you dream, your vision scares the hell out of hell. Woo, I need you to make sure you sit next to a Joseph. I need you to make sure you sit next to a Joseph. Next, Sit next to a Joshua. Sit next to a David. Come on, just elbow him and say, you got big vision. And it scares the enemy. Joseph was in timeout for a dream. He didn't do anything but tell his dream. And for some of you, your prayer needs to be, Lord, tell me who not to talk to. Some of you talk too much to people who watch me. They're abortion doctors. They want to take what you give them and then they want to kill it. I pray that you not release dreams and visions to people who can't carry nothing, cause they ain't never carried nothing in the first place, and they'll try to kill what you got. Come on, lift up your hands. Say, "I will not abort. I will not abort. I will not abort. I will not abort. I will not abort." I'm not supposed to go up like this at the 9:15. But open your mouth. Say, "I will not abort." Not this time. So David in 1 Samuel 16, (laughs) something about 16, David in 1 Samuel 16, he's anointed to be king. In 1 Samuel 17, he takes Goliath down. From 1 Samuel 18 to 2 Samuel 2, roughly 16 chapters, roughly a year each chapter, he's in time out. Which means for him to become, God had to put him in an incubator every person who you expecting to become something and you expect no process you will be processed food when you cannot go through process you're processed food what is that bishop it's really not fit for human consumption it's chemicals and for some of y'all watch me you keep seeing people online that are on chemicals But the truth is, watch me, that's not really edible. Let me see if I can say it another way. Your process is perfecting you. You ready for the shout? I'm glad he didn't give you what you wanted when you wanted it. Why? Because you wouldn't have been able to handle it. I'm glad when you were ready, God was like, no, you're not. Let me put this thing on hold because I want to make sure when I give it to you that you never lose it. Because when you go up, you're going to stay up. Watch me. You know how to shout God for when he gives you something. Let me check the room and the line for those that can praise God when he held something back. He He said no. He said no. He said wait. Because I'm processing you, and somebody said, and processing takes time. I like to watch Food Network because vicariously I live through them. And I've beaten Bobby Flay like a hundred times watching other people beat Bobby Flay. Um, And and one of the things that's interesting is when they'll make these little meals. Now, here's the thing. Now, I'm going to be honest. One of the things I don't like about Food Network is they make these little plates. I'm from the South. We want a full plate of food. Don't give me no big old plate with four little dots. Tell me that's $184. But this the first course? Where the rest of the course? Now, now, take this out. Take this out. They will go through all of this process to prepare these meals to make sure that when it gets in front of somebody, when it's set on the table, watch me, that it makes sure that everybody at the table is pleased. Pay attention. God has taken his time with you. He's taken his time with me. Hear me, Harvest. He's taken his time with us to make sure when we're set on the table, what table? I prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. So when you're sitting on the table called your enemies, God is like, but I bet you standing out, and I bet you showing out. And even though they don't like you, they can't stop you. Even though they run their mouth about you, they can't stop you. I need you to open up your mouth and say, he's taking his time with me. And then in 2 Samuel 5, 2 Samuel 5, he's given all of Israel, which is interesting because God gives promises in pieces. He doesn't give you everything at one time. He gives promises in pieces. Parents, you do the same thing to your kids. You will give them one thing on one day and say, now, if you do good, I'm going to give you this on the other day. They have to take your word that if they do their part, you're going to do your part. Watch me. Why is it you're doubting God because you only got a piece of the promise? He's good for his word and he will perform his word. Now, look at this. David demonstrates the eight principles that I've taught you throughout the series on how to be a kid again. And he wins. This series we're starting today is called how to win no matter what you are in. And I gave you these eight principles. I want to hit them real quick because I need you to pray these things over your life. Because eight, somebody say eight, eight is the number of a new beginning. Nine is the number of birthing something. All right. You ready? So you got to birth a new beginning. Here we go. First principle I taught you is that kids are fearless until taught to fear. Say, Lord, I release my fear say come on speak this with authority say fear is proof it's time to use my faith everybody look at me fear is not the opposite of faith fear is the indicator it's time to use your faith the opposite of faith is certainty see i don't need to have faith to sit in this chair because i know this chair is going to hold me up i need faith to sit in the chair that i cannot see i don't need faith to be able to walk on this stair i need faith to be able to walk and not see stairs until i put my foot up and god puts a stair there and for some of y'all watch me, you're about to bulldoze through your fear. Eh? Fear is a spirit, which means that thing can catch. But guess what? If fear is a spirit, that means courage is a spirit too. And that thing can catch. Can I get you to touch the shoulder of somebody next to you and just say, I release courage into your life. Eh? Come on, 915. If fear is a spirit, courage is a spirit. Touch somebody else on the shoulder. Say, I release courage into your life and that thing's gonna catch. You about to walk out of this building and that thing's gonna catch. You about to leave your home, that thing's gonna catch. You about to drive your automobile, that thing's gonna catch. Here's the second thing, here's the second thing. Let's go, second thing, second thing. Kids are ridiculous and they're thought to be too reasonable. King Saul says to David, don't be ridiculous. You cannot fight Goliath. You're going to take a little smooth stone, and you're going to take Goliath, who got this big old sword, and you think that you are going to take him down? He is is between 6.75 and 9.75 feet tall, and you think you're going to take him down? Saul says to him, watch me. King Saul says to him, pay attention. Be careful that you don't let old fools make you a young one. Be careful that you don't let other people's failures be projected on you. See, I've had to learn. Watch me. Sometimes I'll ask people what they think just so I can find the fools in the room y'all not saying that to me why because i need to sense whether or not there's a fool on the inside of you and you're trying to project your insecurity on me you're trying to project your fear on me why i don't have time for you to project that on me i got a ridiculous faith watch me i've been living by faith my whole life and he's been rewarding my faith and i need you to open up your mouth and say lord give me ridiculous faith i Which means you're going to do it when the experts say you should not do it. And when the experts say you shouldn't, that's when you should. Saul was the expert, but he was wrong. And I don't know who needs to hear this today. Stop listening to everybody else's opinions, and they have no fruit to show for what they believe. And I need you to open up your mouth and say, I got ridiculous faith. Number three, number three, kids are adventurous until taught to play it too safe. Saul basically said, go back home to Jesse, play it safe. David's brothers basically said, you don't belong here. Go back home. But what, did Jess, but what did David do? David was adventurous. And some of you, you've lost your sense of adventure because you are a control freak. And your control, watch me, your desire to control is why you have what you have. Because you have to control everything, which means God can only give you what you can fit in your control. But I need you to open up your mouth say, but God, I release control to you. I- Harvest, I'm going to have you to say a lot, and then I'm going to have you to touch and agree. That's biblical principles. I'm, I'm having you to say it because life and death, Proverbs 18, 21, are in the power of your tongue. And when you touch and agree on anything, the Bible says it shall be done for them. So the reason I have you say so much and touch people in the building and online is so you can activate spiritual principles. All right? So touch somebody on the shoulder and say, your adventure is returning. Yeah, which means I won't be scared. It's different, but I won't be scared. I'm not used to it, but I won't be scared. I don't have who I thought I was going to have with me, but I won't be scared. Why? I ain't never scared. I'm adventurous. Where the G's at in the room? Where the G's at online that can say, I ain't never scared. I, I was built for this. I was born for this. I got what it takes. And if God be for me, tell me, who would there be against? I ain't never scared. Come on, 915, shout, I ain't never scared. Shout it, I ain't never scared. Let's go, let's go. Here we go, here we go. Number four, kids are inquisitive until they're taught to be too quiet. Here's what I've noticed. What the enemy likes to do, especially when you have a lot of resistance, is to shut you up. How many of you have noticed when you're going through something that you get quiet? Wait a minute if you ever noticed that. Online, You don't want to talk to nobody. You want to pray? Some of you are going through something right now, and you are like if he say touch my neighbor, so you don't even touch him. You just look at him like, see. But what you don't understand is there's power in touch. Wherever two or three touch on agreeing anything, it shall be done for them. So every time you touch somebody, you're putting agreement in the atmosphere. Online, every time you type it in the chat, that's our digital form of agreement. Trust me, the enemy wants to shut you up so you stop being inquisitive. David goes up and says, Who's, what is the person that takes down Goliath? What are they going to get? Then his brothers try to shut him up. Then he just goes to Saul himself. Some of you need to go to the source and stop going to those. Stop getting the opinion of the Indian and hear from the chief. That's not anti-nobody. You got it? Pay, pay attention. Pay attention. He goes to Saul, and Saul says, well, this is what's going to happen. And so he puts on Saul's armor twice, the Bible makes it clear, and it does not fit. Here's my question, David, who told you that you didn't have to wear Saul's armor? He was inquisitive. And some of you, look at me, why do you have to do it the way you know? What if God is trying to destroy the way you know to give you a whole new way to do it? I know the way you know is a regular work week, but what if God wants you to do something totally different? Y'all not going to say nothing to me. I know you're used to doing it the traditional way, but what if God wanted to change the way you do it entirely? Let me check the room. Just the game changers in the building and online, just holler right there. Go. Just holler right there. I know this is the way you say it has to be done, but God gives me creative ideas. You ready? Number five. Kids fight for others until taught to be selfish. How many in the last eight months you've had people tick you off? My hands are up. How many of you people, just, just keep this between me and you? People, just don't tell nobody. People have ticked you off so much, you saw yourself. I, I won't say no more. Come on, side Come on here, Atlanta. Come on here, Memphis. See, all the people with their hands up ain't from Denver. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because Denver's like, what is the bishop talking about? I don't know. I just wanted to pray. I didn't want to pray. I wanted to. Bust that trick in the head. (laughs) All my Atlanta people online like, that's right, bishop. Because the enemy wants to do is to shut down your love. Because the Bible says faith works by love. Works by is this Greek word, language of our New Testament, energeo. Which means faith is energized or powered by love. So if you let people tick you off, you don't want to love. If you don't want to love, what did the enemy do? He shut down your faith. And people will do things. And watch me. And, and, and here's what I've discovered. And this is the part that ticks me off because I'm like, don't let the people's bishop moniker fool you. I have a whole department of people y'all have never met. While I lay hands in the spirit, they just going to throw hands. Okay. Y'all. You've never met this department in the church. They're online only. Pay attention. So what he wants to do is shut down your love. And I found myself over the last eight months. I found myself like saying, "God, these people are yours, you can't announce you part of the department. You're breaking protocol." (laughs) She authorizes all of the beatdowns. Listen, I'm just playing. Just playing. I'm just playing. I'm, I'm just joking, you all. Um. Say it won't work. I pray that the enemy does not allow and you don't allow the enemy by virtue of the things people do. The stuff people say. The trifling half behind nature of some of the people who shout the loudest in your presence but the first ones with a knife behind your back. I pray you don't let what they do shut you down. In fact, I just heard the Lord say, I'm sending replacements this week. Woo! Come on. Come on, 915. Say replacements are on the way. Say, I will not stop walking in love. I will not stop giving generously. I will not get bitter. I will not get bitter. Release a praise right there. Why is this important to understand? Because David, David kept saying he was fighting for the people. Eventually those people would be the same people that turned on him. Jesus, when he's on the cross, he's dying for people. The same people that said crucify him. The day before they said, oh, he's amazing. Oh my God. Wait, he's you need to learn, watch me, how to deal with snakes. Matter of fact, the Bible says be as wise as. As a serpent, which means you need to, watch me, please look at me. Let me help some of y'all dealing with people. You need to recognize that at the core of people, they are who they are. And you're not going to change their nature because of how good you are to them. Only God can change natures. Only God can, which means when you see a snake, you need to say, I I game. recognize, listen, I understand. Watch me. And I'm not going to try to change you from being a snake. I'm just going to move out of your bite radius. Some of y'all, you just need to put some distance between certain people and just say, no, you bite too much. You fight too much, you, you, you stir up mess too much. You a gossiper, you a liar. So I need to back up out of your bite radius. Why? Because the enemy, he wants you to get so frustrated with people that you're like, I'm done with people. How many in the last eight months you've had moments like that where you've been, you threatened it? And here you aren't touching your neighbor. Listen. You got to understand there's something working behind that to try to shut you down. Here's the next one. Y'all still with me? Number six, kids are creative until taught to be like everyone else. Say, I'm creative. Number seven, kids ask for what they want until they're taught to ask like there's limited supply. Say, there is no limit to God's supply. So if you're praying for millions, why stop at one? If you're, praying for, if you're praying for property, why are you only praying for one? Why are you not praying for a M, uh, 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 MFD, a multi family dwelling? So you got multiple checks coming in. Y'all not going to say nothing to me? Somebody said there is no limit to God's supply. Right? But you asking God like it's based on you? You asking God like it's based on your credit report and your history? No, there is no limit to supply. And number eight kids believe that anything is possible because they haven't been faded by failures. Saul had experienced some failure. So Saul, you ready? Saul is afraid to fail. When did Saul fail? When he disobeyed God, which is the reason why David had to be anointed to be king. See, in 1 Samuel 16, David's anointed to be king because in 1 Samuel 15, Saul fails. And his arrogance, some of you, here's here's, here's what's going to be your downfall, is that when you're wrong, you take too long to make it right. Samuel, the man of God, comes to him and says, you didn't do right. He lies. He's like, you didn't do right. He lies. He's like, you didn't do right. Okay. And by that time, God was like, I've already picked another. I don't know who needs to hear this today. but the, And listen, hear me. I'm not trying to scare you. I got plenty of other things to do. This is your last opportunity. You better hear me today. God says, if you don't get this right today... Watch me. He picks another. And when he picks another, it seals your faith. I don't know who needs to hear that today, but I need us all right now just to make sure the whole room is covered and every online campus is covered. Lift your hand, say, Father, I repent. I apologize for doing it my way. I apologize for my sin. I apologize for my error. Forgive me for my pride. I repent and I run back to you and i run back to you in jesus name come on let out a cry of repentance 915 please hear me for somebody this is your last opportunity this is your last opportunity please repent please repent please repent hey you ready Saul refused to do that in 1 Samuel 15. David is anointed to be king in 1 Samuel 16. David takes down Goliath in 1 Samuel 17. You ready? Saul was afraid to fight because he's been faded by failure. And here's what's the trip. You fail because of you, Saul. You fail because of you. You know what's the trip? It's how we be mad at God and we literally didn't do the instruction. That's like making a recipe. My chef's in the room. That's like making a, notice I said my chef. Um, She's our chef, but she's my chef, you understand? Pay attention. Listen, listen, that's like making a recipe and you just decide I'm not following none of the instructions. And then the food is nasty. And then you 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 got the nerd to have an attitude you the one should have followed the instructions. You ready? Say, I will not be faded by failures. Come on, say that thing like you've had some. Say that thing like you knew you were responsible for some of them, but watch me. But you're not going to be faded or reduced by them. Say, I won't be faded by failures. So what has happened to David? David goes from kid to king, from pasture to palace, and he triumphs. You go from kid to king, from pasture to palace, and say your name, triumph. You went from not knowing how you were going to make him to now being at the very top, and you. You went from none of your family saved to all your family saved, and they serving, and you. You went from worry, fear, and anxiety, doubt, discouragement, and depression to waking up this morning and saying, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be made glad in it, and you... Come on, I need you to just lay your hands on yourself say, it's winning season. Come on, 915, say, it's winning season. Come on, one more time, it's winning season. So look, so look at David's victory. Look at David's victory, 1 Samuel 17... Fifty-one. David used it. What was it? After he knocks Goliath down, he takes Goliath's sword. I like this sword. I like lions. But the real reason I like this sword, y'all remember He-Man? I just feel like when I put it up, like it's about to be a He-Man experience. Like I just, we're going to make some effects or something. You ready? Here's the deal. 1 Samuel 1751. David took Goliath's sword. What was Goliath going to do with his sword? Use it against David. Hear me. In winning season, you use what was used against you. You about to take that gossip and you you about to take the discouragement. You about to take the frustration. Some of you, God let people get you mad because you weren't going to do nothing until you got mad. Come on, say, I'll use what was used against me. Uh Uh-uh, I don't believe you said with authority. I'll use what was used against me. 1 Samuel 17, 51, David used it to kill him and cut off his head. Pay attention. The stone didn't knock him down. Or excuse me, the stone just knocked him down. David then takes Goliath's sword. He cuts his head off, but pay attention. But the Bible, look at the screen. It says, and he killed him, which means before David cut his head off, David... You're not listening. I need some of you, watch me, to get ready because the wins you're about to experience, listen, God says are going to be vindicating wins. Oh my God. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. What do you mean a vindicating win? You're about to literally win and God is going to pay you back for your suffering, pay you back for your heartache, pay you back for your pain, pay you back for the taunting. Somebody say, this will vindicate me come on 915 say I'm about to be vindicated all the rest of this year don't wait until the battle is over 915 I need somebody to shout now I need a winner to shout now say vindicating victory they're gonna wish they never put your mouth in name on your name in their mouth. They gonna wish they never lied on you. They're gonna wish they never messed with you. They gonna wish they never touched you. They're gonna wish they stayed with you. Shout vindicating win. <laughs> David was like, I told you you're your mark. This is what some of you all about to do to anxiety. I told you anxiety. <laughs> you're about to do this to debt i told you debt you're about to have a vindicating win watch me some of you there's some people that have been evil toward you and god watch me god says when you get this victory look at me they always looking they just never liking they scrolling on your stuff they know exactly what you're doing they know exactly how it's going they just don't say nothing God is about to vindicate you in front of the scrollers. He's about to vindicate you in front of those that look but do not like. Come on. For those of us that know vindication is coming, lift your hands, open your mouth, worship God for five seconds. Right there. Go five, four, come on, three, two, vindicate me, vindicate me, vindicate me, vindicate me. Vindicate me. Vindicate me. Touch two people on the shoulder say vindication. Vindication. Online, type it in the chat. Vindication. Tag somebody YouTube. Tag somebody Facebook. You're about to be vindicated. And it's getting ready to happen. And it's getting ready to happen. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. We got to go. David used it. Here's Here's kingdom. You're going to use what they used against you. You're only a woman. You're going to use it against them. You're only a man. You're going to use it against them. You're a minority. You're going to use them against them. You're this, you're that. You're this, you're that. What they used against you, you're about to use against them. What they thought was your weakness in winning season, you're going to discover that that's actually where your advantage is. Come on, let me check the room. Make sure I got some winners in the room. On three, holler vindication. One, two, three. I just need to make sure you leave this 915 knowing that's what's coming your way. On three, holler it and put a praise behind it. In this building, and don't line one, two, three. And that supervisor's about to be fired. I don't know who needed to hear that, but they've been evil towards you. They've been trying to mess with your worship. They've been trying to mess with your praise. God says this week, I'm about to vindicate Oh, somebody hallowed vindication. She going to wish she never started nothing with you. I just heard the Lord say there's some people who walked out going to wish they never walked away. And God says, while you're on your way to your victory, smile, nod, be kind, but keep it moving. Ah. Vindication. 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 Come on, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. David used it. All of that from verse 51. David used it to kill him and cut his head off. When the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they turned around. Look at me. One victory defeated an entire army. Look at me. There are certain people that the only reason they come at you like they do is because they're a mob. Okay. Let me talk over here. The only reason they act funky with you like they do is they got somebody feeding their funk it's all kind of witches and warlocks behind certain folk and they're mobs they create little cliques and little mobs to try to come against you here's the question if it takes all of that to come against me who's scared I wish I had some winners in this building and some winners online come on somebody say who's scared it took all of that to come against me it took all of that to try to shut me down it took all of that to try to evidently I'm not the one that should be afraid evidently there's an anointing on me. There's a grace on me. Touch somebody on the shoulder. Say, don't you be scared. Say, because they're scared of you. He takes Goliath down. Hear me, 915. And when he takes Goliath down, what happens? The whole army runs. You're not even going to, look at me. You're going to win if you take the big one down. See, you keep dealing with little Debbie. I need you to deal with big Deborah. No, you're not listening. You're not listening. The one that looks the biggest and the one that looks like it's the scariest, if you handle that, the rest of them won't even, watch me, they're going to turn and run. You ready? In the pro- I prophesy to you that in these remaining four months of this year, God's about to send the army against you on the run everything coming against you it's about to be on the run it's about to be on the run come on say it's gonna be on the run say I'm not running from it but it's running from me it's running from me I'll take Goliath down and everybody else is gonna scatter worship God for three seconds go three two if I make the big move, if I make the big decision, if I handle the big obstacle, if I deal with the big challenge, the rest is going to fall into place. They won't even be able to face you. 52, you ready? We gotta go. Now, Bishop, why do you have a shot so much in church? It's spiritual. say, I'm just not emotional like that. No, you don't understand. You're not spiritual then. It is possible to be emotional without being spiritual, but you cannot be spiritual and not invoke your emotion. Look at this verse 52. 52, five, two. Grace, witness. Grace, witness. Witness, grace. Grace, witness, witness, grace, grace, witness, witness, grace, witness, like that. Look at me. Look what they did. Look what they did. Look what they did. They gave a great, it's on the screen, shout of what? Triumph. Wait, 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 wait. They hadn't killed one Philistine yet, which means they didn't wait, suck it, duck it, quack, quack, until the battle was over. Once they saw Goliath fall, once you saw you made it through August, once you saw you got the deal signed, once you saw you got the contract handled, once you saw the big thing, they didn't wait until the battle was over. You know what they did? They shouted, this is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. Come on, say this is a shout of triumph. Now, 9-15, now for there to be a shout of triumph, that means, that means that there can be a shout, you ready, of discouragement. There can be a shout of frustration. This shout, hear me, because you're about to, this is going to prophesy to the rest of this year for you. This is a shout, look what the scream says, of triumph. Why didn't the Bible just say, and they shouted? Because your shout can have a spirit behind it. See, there's some shouts you're doing because you're mad. There's some shouts you're doing because you're sad. This shout, he says, do this one because you're winning. Yeah. You ain't won yet, but I'm going to shout, and my shout will be my Prophecy. On three, don't shout if you're not intending to win. I want you to sit there and be quiet. But for all the rest of us that we're stepping into our winning season, on three, you're going to shout in advance like you won everything. Like you got the money, like you got the property, like you got the people, like you got the deal, like everything you need to line up, it is lined up. On three, put your shout in this building and online. One, two, three. It's a shout of triumph. It's a shout of triumph. Yay! Woo! And I won't wait till it's over. I'll shout about it now. Here we go. Here we go. So they gave a great shout of triumph. watch me, say, after the shout, after there's the a step. step. Then they rushed after them Philistines. Which means they were standing scared for a little bit. But when they came to church, when they logged on, September, what's today? September 4th, 9 You ready? Birthing creative witness. Come on when they came to church and got the announcement what they were scared of they started running after after my shout now you got to go step and you're going to take some steps once you leave church you're going to take some steps once you get offline today you're going to take some steps on monday i know everybody else is off but guess what you're going to be doing getting your business together I right? I know what everybody else is doing, but you're gonna be getting your stuff together. You're gonna be getting your stuff packed up. You're gonna be getting your house ready. You're gonna be getting your business together. You're gonna be getting your family together. After I shout, I gotta step. Shout. 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 After I shout, There's a step I got to take. Say, Lord, show me the steps to take. Say it again. Say, show me the steps to take. Here's the scripture. Here's the scripture. Shout. 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 Here we go. Here's the scripture. Here's the scripture. Here's the scripture. Well, can I give you the bonus verse? I'm good on time. Let me give you the bonus verse. Look at 53. Here's a bonus verse. Bonus verse. And they plundered the Philistine camp. What does this mean? I wasn't even expecting their stuff. So I prophesy houses you didn't build nor pay for. So I prophesy automobiles. Oh, I'm anointed for this. I'm anointed for this. That you didn't build nor pay for. So I prophesy unexpected spoils are coming to your house. Unexpected opportunities are coming to your house. You're going to get more than what you imagine. Come on, release this over your life. Say, it's winning season. And God's going to blow my mind. So here's the verse. Everybody stand. Everybody stand in the building online. So here's the verse. Now, thanks... Everybody stand in the building online. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. What does he do? Who always leads us into triumph. Oh, today's message, by the way, is called, It's when... Or win for me. Say your first to last name. Say it's win or win for me. What does always mean? Always. Now, now, look on the screen. Now, thanks be to God. Everybody standing in the building online. We're going. Now, thanks be to God who, it's on the screen. Always, what does always mean? Always. So always means today, but not tomorrow. No. Always means when you feel strong. Always means when, when, when the government say this, that, or the other. Always means always. So look at what your Bible promises you. Now, thanks be to God. This is why I don't know how you can be in this building and how you can be online and not be praising. Why? Because when I think of the, if you look back over your life, the truth is it's always been win or win for. You ready? Now thanks be to God, who always prophesied to somebody, touched him on the shoulder, say, always, always, all days, always. for you, for the rest of your life. Us into God says, Look at me, look at me 915. This whole series, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna be leading you. Don't miss a message, don't miss a Wednesday, don't miss a Sunday, don't miss Friday night fire in Atlanta. You said, Bishop, I won't be in Atlanta. You can watch, Bishop, I won't be in Atlanta next Sunday night. You can watch, don't watch, don't miss it. Because what am I gonna do? I'm gonna lead you. And sometimes where you get led ain't going to make sense because you're not used to being in that place, you're not used to being in that space, but I'm going to lead you. And everywhere I take you this month, somebody say, and I'm being led into triumph. In this building and online, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, wherever you're at, on the count of three, I want you to slip your hand up in the building online. Do the hand wave emoji, say it's me. Need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. This is your moment. Do not miss it. He can't lead you if you're not his. He can't lead you if you're not his. He cannot lead you if you're not his. become. Give your life to the Lord today. Need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On three, hands up in the building online, do the hand wave emoji, say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, respond wherever you're at. Respond wherever you're at. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Come on, put it up high so we can see you. God bless you. Online, do the hand with emoji says me. Everybody say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name, I'm in winning season. It's always win or win. For me in jesus name just prayed that prayer for the first time i recommitted yourself to the lord take out your phone scan that qr code or text the word decision at eight seven seven five five two four seven four six some of you you're already saved you're already christian but you need a shepherd you don't have to live in denver you don't have to live in atlanta you can live anywhere across america and around the world and we'd love for you to be a part of the harvest church family we're a hybrid church everybody say hybrid. hybrid that means that we're in buildings and we're online that means that watch me wherever we wherever you are we are And we'd love for you to be a part of our family. All you need to do is scan that QR code or text the word Join Harvest as one word. What's the number? 877-552-4746. Listen, did you get blessed by the word today? I want everybody, I want everybody to get your winning season, get you a winning season seed in your hand. Get you a winning season seed in your hand. If you came in late, you weren't able to give your tithes, offerings, first fruits, get that. But I want you to sow with me above your normal tithes and offerings. I'm sowing what's called a winning season seed. A winning season seed. A winning season seed. And here's the scripture we're going to tie it to. I'm going to tie it to verse, 1 Samuel 51:53. So here's the seed: $51.53. That's the seed. Fifty-one, 53, I'm sowing. And say, Bishop, I want to sow more than that. By all means, let the Lord lead you. For some of you, there's four of you, you're going to sow 513. But I want everybody to sow. Get something. You cannot hear a word like that and not sow into that. And what seed is this called? My winning season seed. Say, I'm in winning season. Everybody, lift your giving in the building and online. How can you give, Bishop? You can use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Formal with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zell, Givelify. That's available. The key email is hello at church. If you're in the building, there's an envelope around you. There's also a scan card that's in front of you in case you need that. If you need any help, giving, just lift your hand or just uh, look for somebody with a badge and they can help you. Amen. I love you, 915. Pray for me. This is going to be a very full week for me. We got prayer tomorrow night. On Tuesday, I've got two television shows, one on the Word Network, the other one, W-A-T-C. And then on Wednesday, we got Wednesday Night Live, and I got another TV show I got to do for the Word Network. And so it's going to be a busy, busy, busy week. Then we got Friday Night Fire. Then we got Sunday Night Live. Amen. So while you're going to be barbecuing tomorrow, I'm going to be laboring. But to God be the glory. I'd rather, be, I'd rather be productive for the Lord than be lazy without him. Come on, lift your giving to the Lord in the building and online. Say, Father, this is my winning season seed. I seal now where I'm at in life. It's win or win for me from this day forward. In Jesus' name,
1: Forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
0: Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator.